For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? Lance Gill is joining me on this episode. How you doing, Lance? I'm all right, man. It's other than other than what I just finished watching. Uh, you know, I'm I'm all right. That wasn't uh, that wasn't really good. No, they didn't show up today. Mm-mm. Nope, they didn't even. They didn't even try. I got my Duncan right now. They should have had theirs. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they didn't set their clocks ahead or something. I don't know. Um, but I, I, you know, we see a pattern developing here with the with the way the offense works. They'll score four or five one game, and then nothing for the next three. You know, you don't win very many games if you do that. You know, I, I think that uh, you know, obviously, it's a concern. Of, of, of with the powers that be um, obviously it's getting Neely's attention and Sweeney's attention. If they're talking about making trades as they were before the last offensive outburst, um, you know, but <laughs> you have to wonder what, what they're doing, what we're looking at here. Um, you know, they saved the, they had caps, they have cap space to play with. Yep. And they're, even if they go for a, an acquisition that may need to be re-signed in order to keep it, they're going to have cap space to do that too. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the, the, the main thing I'm, I'm tired of, and, and I, I think we, you and I have talked about this before, the book is out on this team. It's yeah. out. You stop the first line, you beat them because the other three lines are useless. They'll, the, you know, when they're on, they'll keep the game close defensively because they still do play well defensively. They, they still have the goaltending. They still check. They're still positionally sound. They still play the system well. Yeah. But they don't score. If, if you are able to limit or contain what Pasternak, Bergeron, uh, and, and Marshawn do on a given night, you more often than not, you'll beat them because you're not getting anything out of Krejci. Oh, of course not. And, and, you know, and look, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on the third and fourth lines. Offense isn't their job. Their job is to go out there, eat minutes, grind the other team up, play solid defense. And for the most part, I can't complain about what I've seen from those lines. Can't. Frederick has played awesome. Frederick, the the, the 11, 12, 13 line is a good line. Yeah. Together. It's, you know, they hit, they move the puck, they grind. They generate some offense, but you can't hang your hat on that. Yeah. But, you know, if you get, you know, if you can get those guys to score 10, 15 goals a piece, sure, why not? But you can't, that's, that's all. And, and the fourth line is, let's face it, they've been pretty much set the way that they are for the past few years. 
you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Okay. That second line, you cannot continue to have Krejci and a, and a revolving door of trash cans. That's basically what yep. they've had. Yep. And expect to win. It's not going to work. And I also don't think it's helped too much by the fact that Krejci is 35 years old, played a lot of hockey, and it's starting to show. Yeah. He well, doesn't look as fast as he used to be. He, you know, he, you you watch him, he's showing the signs. You know? Yeah. Well, maybe they should trade him. Well, you know, he's going to be a free agent in the, you know, in the summer. So, you know, see if you can get a decent deal for him. You're not, what are you going to, what are you going to get though? Yeah, because that's true. You're, you're, you know, it's, it's a trade, a trade with somebody like that. Maybe if you're, if you, if you want to go for an all out tank, you say, okay, fine. Give me some draft picks. Yeah. But you're trying to contend. Yep. You think you're a contender. So if you, you, you know, you have to get something of value in return. And I don't think, you, you know, all right, the main thing that he has that might look appealing to somebody else is an expiring contract. Yeah. But I don't know what you're going to get in value for him. The dude has one goal. That's it. That's he's right. One yeah. goal. You're trading him off of your second line because he's not producing. Yeah. If they were going to trade him, it would have made sense to trade him in the offseason. And you and I talked about that. You and oh, yeah. I, you, you especially, as I remember, were a proponent of m- look to make a move. He might now might be a good time to, to move him. Yeah, and he had good numbers last year. You could have probably traded him off of that. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, do they re- do they de- decide to resign him in the summer? No, no, no. Let him I, go. I and there's no doubt in my mind. You, if you're gonna, if you and. He's like I said. From what I've seen, I haven't seen. He doesn't. It doesn't look like he's got enough left. Yeah. Right. And all right, maybe if you give him a one or two year deal, could you live with him centering your third line? Sure. But what do you do with the set? You have to. You're one way or the other. I think you have to rebuild completely. Rebuild that second line. Yeah. Maybe okay, throw us Stadnika and and in that second line. Well. I don't know what kind of forwards that, that, that Sweeney's been drafting and putting yeah. in Providence because I'm quite happy with the defensemen that have come up. Oh, yeah. Right? And Frederick has come up, and he's looked good. Maybe he's got some more upside than we've seen out of him. But, you know, he's a big body. He, could he develop into Lucic part two? Possibly. Yeah. You know, I think he's got to, I think he's got to get a little bit more grit to him and a little bit meaner because mm-hmm. I think – Right now, he's kind of he's learning the league, but he is starting to score a little bit, and and that's that's kind of encouraging. But you know, they don't do do they have somebody that they can come up that can come up offensively? Yeah, and and light a light a spark. Yeah, and I don't think they have it. I they, think if they're gonna if they're gonna do it, they're gonna have to make a trade. And yeah, they're have, and yeah. they're gonna have to. You know, I know that. That the the that Sweeney's book is he covets his picks and this that and the other thing, but what you what this team needs if it's going to make any kind of a run, is a second line wing, be it somebody that you get as a rental, or somebody that you maybe had can get in here and, and retain after Krejci's gone because you're going to have the cap room. They need a second line wing that can put the puck in net. Yeah, that, that makes the other team think about guarding them or checking them. Because 
like I said, it, it's it's quite quite clear. If you keep that first line off the board nine times out of ten, you're going to beat this team. Yeah. The Islanders are masters at it. Oh yeah, because they can't seem to beat the they can't beat the Islanders, and apparently well, they couldn't beat the rain. You know, they can't beat the Rangers half the time either. Well, and well, even New Jersey. Yeah, I know the, <laughs> those teams have, and and having problems with. I mean, all right, say what you will. The record against New York against the Rangers is four and two. Yeah. Right. Which is what you'd expect it to be. Today was a stinker, but if you look at what they've done against the Rangers, you live with four and two. What you don't live with is not beating the Devils once. Um, and and you and you know, you want to hold your own against the Islanders, but you don't want them sweeping you either. The Islanders are a good team. Oh but yeah. They, you know, and to a certain extent, they're a mirror image of what the Bruins are. Yeah. You play that and and you know. And what can you see? What can you not say good about Barry Trotz? The guy is a genius. Yeah, he is. He's a genius. He knows how to get these. You know, you you, you no matter where you put him, he's gonna get these. He's gonna get his team to play. Yeah. And you know, the the other thing that I heard a lot of chatter about is that Sweeney had an opportunity to draft Barzal and he didn't do it. No, he drafted he, somebody else. He decided to go with uh, Jake DeBrusque. I think that that was the year. I think it was too. It was those three. It was DeBrusque, Zaboral, and uh, Senishin. He keeps but between one thing and another. With the, if you look at the forwards that yeah. he brings in, yeah, be it the guys that he drafts or the guys that he trades for, they're all the same guy. Yeah. What separates Coyle, Smith, and and and, and Richie? Right, they're all the same guy. They're all about the same size. They all play about the same way. Yeah, but they're grinders. They don't put the fucking puck in the net. They're yeah, not skilled enough. You know, and and neither I don't think any one of those guys, Smith and Coyle, are exactly where they belong on the third line. Yeah, Richie, they've gotten some production on out of, but you know, a leopard really doesn't change its spots. He's had a little bit of a hot streak, but lately he's been useless. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to go very far with, you know, a, with, with, with basically a very skilled top line with the rest of the roster filled out with grinders you know, and third liners. Yeah, basically. Yeah. They need to make, they need, they really need to do something. And I'm thinking maybe, maybe it's time to, 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 to dump the brusque. Oh, absolutely. I, I you think know. you, I mean. And I think, you know what, going to the earlier point, maybe, just maybe, if you package DeBrusque with Krejci, you might get something useful for that. You know what? You might. But the other, op- the other option is, and, and this is a reality check, and I think that this is a discussion that the front office has to make, and, and I think it's also fans kind of having to maybe perhaps lower the expectations a little bit. I think maybe is just the time now to start planning for next year and beyond. Yeah. I don't think this team has it in it to make a deep playoff run. I think they went around maybe two. You've got, if you look at where they are, they've got cap space from not, not from not paying crew. They got cap space from not paying Char. All that's minor. It wasn't going to be a lot of money if they did keep him. Yep. And I'm 
and I'm fine with either one of those two decisions. And what we've seen out of the defensemen that have been the, the, the Zaborals and the Lausans and the other guys that have come up, they've been fine. I have no complaints about the defensive play at all. Mm-hmm. Zaborals got a good shot. He hits. You know, he doesn't, he, he's responsible. With the, I like what I'm seeing out of these guys. If you look at the upside of it, they've got cap space right now. When Krejci's up, and this is something that I didn't know until somebody pointed out the other day. Krejci is the highest paid player on the team. Yeah. Like a seven and a half million dollar cap hit. Yeah. So he's gone after this year. So you've got, you're going to have that. And then the two goaltenders are going to be free agents. And they're not going to get paid anywhere near what they were getting because Rask was getting about seven million, I think. Yeah, he was getting seven mil for I believe it was seven years. Yeah, yeah. So yep, he's not going to get the, he's not going to get that deal. At least he just might get at least maybe three. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he's going to get he's, you know, he said he doesn't want to play any place else. Fine, but you know he's going to have to accept a different role too. Yeah, you know he's not. But you know what? That's that's the the point is is that there's already cap space now and there's going to be cap space after this year. Yeah. So what are these idiots going to do with it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you know Sign. you're going to have you know if you if you t- if you look at those three players if you look at the, the two goaltenders and Krejci, I think that's like 17 million in cap space by itself, on top of what they already have from the other guys that didn't come back. You're right. They've got the money. They've got the cap. Oh yeah. You know, it's a question of what do they do with it? Knowing these guys, probably nothing. They're going to go out and sign some, like you said, a bunch of garbage cans. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. They're not going to go out and they're not going to spend. They're not going to go out and spend the cap space, you know, for for really good free agent out there. And no. I've never even looked at see who's going to be a free agent in the upcoming season. Yeah, for, you have to. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to look at who's going to be out there, but, um, you know, if you're typically, if you're going down a, a, if you're going down a road where you're starting to accumulate and save cap space, which is what it looks like they're doing. They just, they just are. I mean, if they, you, you know, you let Krug walk fine, yada, yada, that's, that's all good. And the goaltenders are coming off the books and that's going to save some money. And I'm sure there's some other guys on this team that are going to come off the books yeah. Whatever you're gonna have a so if you're going down the the, the 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 road of keeping your draft picks and accumulating cap space, you've got to have a plan with it. I mean, we've we've kind of seen the the we've kind of seen it with the Rangers. Yeah. The Rangers tanked. They got their picks, but they also accumulated their cap space, which allowed them to go out and get yeah, free agents, you know, yeah. the, the Trubas and the Jack Johnsons and the Panarins and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. They still have they still have room to play around. Yeah. So you you have to have a plan, and you know, Panarin was a big is a big pickup for them, or was a big pickup for them. Yeah. It gives them a lot of upside, and you know, you'd you'd like to think that if you're going to accumulate that cap space, you do something similar. You know, I the 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 one I think the one move that they didn't make in the offseason really made me kind of scratch my head, and it was a no brainer was not getting a haul. Yeah. You could have had Taylor Hall on a one-year deal, deal. for yeah. practically nothing. Yeah. And you can't tell me that plugging him into that fucking second line wouldn't have improved this team. Yeah, exactly. It would have given them a completely different dynamic. Yeah. 
And I don't, and, and instead you, you, they, they jerked around. I don't even know how aggressively they pursued him. And he ends up in, 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 in flipping Buffalo where he's going to do nothing. Yeah. Now maybe Buffalo is apparently they're talking about blowing it up and starting all over again. Maybe you float them something and pick him up for the stretch run. That's an idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Happy to get rid of it. Yeah. Cause Eichel is also, they're talking about dumping him too. Yeah. But they want ridiculous. They want the, I guess I read an article the other day that the, the, the Bruins supposedly reached out to them and the asking price started with Pasternak and McAvoy. Oh no, no. I mean, no, I'm not, you know, how does that make you better? Yeah, no. You know, I think that, you know, if you're, if I'd say you get, you know, I'd give them picks. Yeah. I'd give them an NHL, I'd give them somebody off the NHL roster and whoever they wanted out of the system. Yeah. But you don't, they're not getting a top six forward and a, and a, and a top pairing defenseman. Yeah. For, for that. Because apparently there are five untouchables on the Bruins. And it's, of course, it's that the three on the top line. You got McAvoy and Rask, and that's it. Everybody else is just free game for them. You know what? Rask is touchable. Rask is touchable. Yeah. He's a, he's because he's got an expiring contract. Yeah. Hmm. So a team, that, but I don't think they. I don't think that they would trade him. I don't think that they would go down that road with him. No, um, I don't think so. You know, I, I don't think. I mean, unless there was, unless the package that they were going to get in return from him just blew everybody off the face of the earth. Yeah. But, uh, you know, is Buffalo going to do that for a goaltender when they're not going anyplace? I don't think so. I think they would rather, rather grow their, well, well, grow their own down in um, Rochester, bring those guys up and stuff like that. Yeah. Before they went and they, they did a crazy deal for a guy who's, who may not even be with the team if you go out and trade them. Right. Exactly. I, I mean, mean, you know what? Look, if I'm going to look at the situation right now, I don't blame, I don't blame, I definitely don't blame the coach. Oh no. I don't blame the coach. If it's anything, it's, if there, anybody if right now at this point in time should be in the hot seat, it's probably Sweeney. Yeah. You know, and if it's a case of, one of the other of Neely or Sweeney has to go, you know who's going and it ain't Cam. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know that. You know. Um, so I, I no. think that there's you know the other thing that might be in play here too is the notorious Jacob's cheapness. Yeah. You're having to go basically into your second into, you know, you went half of a season or more than half of a, or a little less than half of a season last year with no fans. Yeah. Seats. And you're going down that road now. It, you know, you're only even, even with what they're doing, they're only going to have about what, maybe a couple thousand people in the seats at any given time before the season is over. I've heard about 2000. That's not, you know, and yeah. <laughs> think about the money he's just invested in redoing all that. Yeah. Basically redoing their whole side of Causeway Street. Yep. You gotta think that money's probably, you know, whether he's whether he's being cheap or whatever, you know that there's a dent in the bottom line and this might be how he's mitigating it. Yeah, well back before the cap, he was a real cheapskate. Because wasn't it, there were there were some points where he wouldn't even sign he was like wouldn't even sign Bork or Neely and all that crap going on. Oh yeah. 
I mean, he, there was some stupidity that went on there, and I think it was a combination of Jacobs with Harry Sinden. Oh yeah, uh, but you know, right? You you know, if, if you look at what they've done since there's been a cap, you can't bitch that they haven't spent because yeah. they've been up to the cap pretty much every single year. Yeah, until now. Yeah, and they've even gone to a point where they've made some, issued some questionable contracts. You know, you know. A Gimla's contract counted on the cap for two years after he was gone. Yeah. You know, and there were a couple of other deals like that where they, they kind of got banged up badly on the cap um, just to, to try and make the move and keep the guy. But Yeah. Because wasn't it the same with Mark Savard, too, I think, when he got hurt? Well, Savard, I, what ended up happening with Savard was they were able to trade his rights and his contract because somebody else needed to get to the floor. I think it was the wasn't it the Islanders? It was, it was either, I think it was the Devils. Oh, the Devil, yes, the Devils, because the Islanders I think were were um, Tim Thomas. Didn't he? Know. His rights got traded for Tim. Tom, his, the Islanders traded for Tim Thomas, so they would hit the uh, with so the seller. Yeah, yeah. Now speaking of goaltending, what about the 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 young kid Swayman, are you, are you uh, up for him coming back or getting called up and maybe playing a couple of games? I just saw his numbers the other day. He's an animal. Yeah. He's like four. I think he's like four and oh, and he's got six and oh, six and oh now. Yeah. And he's got like a nine, nine forty save percentage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> you, you should probably have a look at him. I mean, yeah. stopping pucks really isn't the big problem right now. Yeah. Defense, whatever, but you know, at this point, let's have a look at him. Um, you know, because Halak, I, I don't see Halak coming back next year. No, especially when you're, especially when they are loaded up with goaltenders. We've got Ladar. There's three of them, I think, right? Ladar, Swayman, and I forget who the other guy it's, is. It's uh, Kaiser or Kieser. Kaiser. Kaiser. Yep. Kaiser. Kaiser. Sose. Yeah. So. Sose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, if if you've got three guys that are ready to have a look at i don't think you need to worry too much about bringing back halak yeah i don't think halak's got another i think he's another one that doesn't have a lot left um and if you really set you know people always say oh the big risk is when you're bringing in a rookie you don't you don't ever want to have two rookies as your goaltenders yeah so maybe for that reason and that reason alone you see if you can do something to bring to keep rask around yeah, that's right. Couple, at least for another couple of years, just kind of to help mentor, you know, mentor the guy because it would work out. I think it would work out really well because they're already conservative with how they use Rask even now yep. where, you know, Halak and Rask pretty much split the work evenly. Yeah. Nobody's complained about that. You know, you never, you never had, and, and people say what they will about Rask. You've never had a goaltending controversy with him here. No. He, 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 he's a team player, you know, does he get pissed off once in a while and do crazy shit? Sure. But you know, I'd rather see that than just, you know, somebody that doesn't care. I think that in, in his case, if you get rid of Halak, you keep hit, you, 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 you work a cap friendly deal out, you keep Rask around for another two, three years. And he splits time with whoever you decide is going to yeah. be the successor, be it Swayman, Vladar, whatever. Yeah, I'm all for seeing. I'm all for at this point. If if Rask is banged up, give him the rest. Bring the kid up. Put him in there. Let's see what he's got. Yeah, I, I'm all for that. Yeah, I can't wait because I, 
I've wanted to go, you know, I want to go see the Providence Bruins play and see this kid play. You know, but unfortunately we yeah. can't because nobody's allowed in, in any in any AHL buildings yet. Hopefully that'll change, but still. But then you also... Well, shouldn't, uh, shouldn't we be... I, I saw that at least here that Lamont was lifting the the um, lifting some of the restrictions. So is it possible we might be able to see a game in Bridgeport soon? Uh, we might be able to see a game in Bridgeport soon, probably. Uh, probably the end of the month. Well, let's see sure. how it goes. I mean, so, let's face it, you don't really have to worry about the attendance and social distancing in that place. No, not even in Hartford either. Because even like uh, last year... Or last two years, I've watched um, what's his name for the Ra- Sturkin play. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's been fun watching him. And I want to go see Swayman play because he's so good. And I just want to get to the games. And you know, right now the only thing I have I have going for me right now is the AHL app, and I can watch it on my television. Well, at least you can see that. Yeah, you know, that's... and see how good the kid plays. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that they'll be all right if. Uh... Because the talk was if Rask was still banged up, they didn't want him playing the second half of the back-to-back. Yeah. So it's debatable whether or not he's going to be ready. Yeah, so it might be Swayman or Vladar. So then there was I, this I, other kid, Booth, that was traveling with the, on the taxi squad for a little bit, but I think he went. he's basically down in Providence now. Yeah, yeah. So if you're good, if you're, what, what do you think? If you're going to make, if you're going to make a move, for for this do you try to make a run this year or do you say you know what screw it i'm not good enough and start planning ahead Uh, that's a tough one i would say screw it and just plan ahead right at this moment because they've got they've got nothing they've really got maybe first round and then that's it because once if if you have to play the islanders that's forget it the islanders have had their number for the past couple of games and the other thing is that all those games have been I don't think that that this would make a big difference but all their games have been played on Union out on Uniondale. We don't know how good how good the Islanders are going to be away from the Nassau Coliseum or whatever the hell they want to call that whatever the hell they call that place now. <laughs> but you know, they're not you know, let's see how good they are when they come up to Boston. The same the same way I thought the same way with the uh the Rangers coming up to you know leaving Madison Square Garden and playing up here and Bo- playing up in Boston. You know, I figured that the that the Bruins would wipe the floor with them. Well, they did it on they did it on Thursday night, but today's game wasn't I mean, I had to shut the game off. I turned on the Blues Brothers for God's sakes. <laughs> I was out running errands and I got back um for the second period and so I, it was all clearly it was all downhill from there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it was just, I was sitting there like, you know, you sit there and you go into the third period. Well, they're only down two and the Rangers aren't very good, Yeah. but they, they just, they didn't look like they had it today. I mean, and like I said, those happen, you, 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 you live with it. Um, but you know, the, the, the problem is, is it, it's, it's a pattern that seems to, they'll come out and they'll beat the living tar out of somebody. Yeah. Put up four or five goals on them. They'll look unstoppable you know, and they'll light it up and then you'll get nothing out of them for the next couple games. Yeah, exactly. You know, it even happened when they played out in um, Lake Tahoe, they came back the couple nights later against the Islanders and they basically laid an egg. So, 
Yeah. Oh God, that game after the the game after the Lake Tahoe game was just abysmal. Yeah. I, I was like, are you fucking? Kidding? I was like, I was just yeah. I was that one was disgusting. Yeah. Almost as disgusting. I think this game today was almost as disgusting. That was just awful. Yeah. I mean, that was just. I mean, they had that. Well, that was the two games where they gave up 13 goals in two games. Yes. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah. You're right. Like, are you kidding me. Yeah. So it's so it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a tough season for for the rest of the season. We've we've hit. I think we've hit the halfway point. So it's gonna it, be. Right? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting what happens as far as trades go. You know, if they're gonna make any moves, and I have a feeling they're not gonna. Sweeney doesn't do anything on draft on um on a trade day. He just gets more third liners. Yeah, that's all he does. He, he does. That's all he does. He gets more third liners. He just does. He's he's too conservative. I think he overvalues his picks, and I think he overvalues his prospects. Yeah. Um and. I think that, you know, it's all, like I said, the only thing that's good is that the cap space is accumulating. Yeah. And you are going to have some more decisions to make because it's not going to be too long before that top line starts to slow down its production. And I don't know, I don't think Bergeron and Marshawn have that much time left on their contracts. Bergeron's walk year is next year. Yeah. And I don't think Marchand is that far. I think he's another year or so. I think he's a year or two behind that. So you you, you got to think about that because how much longer is that going to, are you, are they going to, how much longer are they going to play at that high of a level? You know, and I, I think, you know, you, you have to start thinking about, okay, Pasternak is the future. Yeah, I don't yeah. think, and I don't, I don't think there's any excuse to let him go, or move him. I don't. Yeah. I think, the, I think the fan base would scream bloody murder if it did happen. But you got to find players to put around him. Yeah, I just don't think that they've got anything down in Providence that's going to even be close to being on, on a league to be able to effectively play with him. You know, you're you're talking about an elite scorer. He needs oh, yeah. an, he needs an you know an elite center or somebody of equal skill to be able to play with him. He has the ability to make somebody better, but you know, you know, as you're seeing, I think a lot of the problem that you is, and I, I hate to bring the Rangers up as as an example, but you've got Panarin and you've got Lafreniere. And they're playing with trash cans. Yeah, they're playing. Yeah. With, they're basically playing with AHL scrubs, and you know, it hurts their production. Yeah, and I think I think Zabanajad is having the same problem. Um, I think his production is off for the same reason. So you you have to if you're going to have that those types of skilled players, you've got to, you know, what what would the Blackhawks have been without you know, Taze and Kane? What would they what would that team have been without those guys? Wow. Even if you had one or the other, you still need two guys. At yeah. Least. Oh, yeah. Now they are talking about Marshawn being a Selkie Trophy uh, candidate, and also a Hart Trophy candidate. What, what are your thoughts on that one? Well, <laughs> he's probably worthy from a skill perspective. He is a good defensive player, you know, and he's lethal. You know, he's lethal shorthanded. You, oh, yeah. When you're on the, he's out there killing penalties. 
you have to worry about him yeah. actually as much as anything else. So does he have does he have the skills and the ability to get those trophies? Absolutely. Is he ever going to get them? Probably not. No, because of who he is. Because of who he is and what he's done. Yeah. You know, um, if you're, you know, and it's not, it's, it, it, it's not necessarily fair, um, you know, and look, he hasn't been suspended in a few years. I think it's been at least three. He's kept his nose reasonably clean. <laughs> yeah, his nose. Probably. Yeah, literally his nose. nose. Right. But, um, you know, but I, I do think some of the antics and, and whatever do wear on people's nerves. You know, I just don't. I think he's. I think his skill. I think his skills in, in the league are under, underappreciated or overshadowed yeah. by the stuff that he's done in the past, which isn't fair. But you know, if you look at his play this year, what do you? How how can you not think of him in that regard? Yeah, he's been their best he's basically been one of their best players but you know it's not like i mean you know you, everybody thinks oh he's a clown he's like no sean avery was a clown ryan reeves is a clown brendan lemieux you know? is a clown brendan lemieux is oh, a clown you didn't did Tony you... giuseppe is the clown no you didn't see what he did today during warm-ups he basically crossed the red line he skated across the red line. So every now and then, uh, Frederick would come by and chirp at him. I think at one point, uh, Frederick took his stick and just whacked him on the shins. Said, <laughs> get back on your side. That's funny. And then there was the other one where Lemieux checked him. I think it was Lemieux that checked him into the boards. And it was right where the door opened. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and Lemieux got a penalty for that. Yeah. I saw that penalty, yeah. So, you know, I don't want to hear anything about Marshawn being being a dirty player because there are other ones out there that are that oh. are worse. Tom well, Wilson. Tom Wilson, Ryan Reeves. Um, Reeves, I think, is worse than Wilson. Yeah. Uh, he's he's just bad. Um, but yeah, you're right. He's, you know, he he's he hasn't like I said, he hasn't been suspended in a while. He's kept. He's really kind of kept out of trouble. He hasn't even taken that many penalties this year. No. You know, I mean, is you know, but you know, should he be in consideration for those trophies? Yes. If you want to give a trophy to a nice guy, that's what the Lady Bing is for. Yeah, that's what usually goes to. Um, Berge, doesn't Bergeron's the one that wins that one usually? Or well, he's won the Selkie a lot. Oh, okay. Bergeron's then he's won the Selkie. All like right, that's the times. Selkie trophy. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if he's ever won the Lady Bing. He should be a candidate for. Oh him. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you. You. He should be in the in the consideration for it. But you know, if you're going to look at who's, I mean, if you're going to look at it from a case of, do you really want this guy as your MVP in the league? Yeah. No, that's sort of a problem. Speaking of which, what do you think about the ESPN deal? I like the ESPN deal. The only thing is I don't get is they're they're talking that a lot of games are going to be on MSG Plus. Is that the deal? ESPN Plus? Yeah. Or no, yeah. That's their streaming service. Yeah, the streaming service. Yeah, I heard something about that. And then maybe a couple of games on, on the regular network, and a couple of games on ESPN2. But yeah, mostly I heard about ESPN Plus. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're probably going to use some of the games to increase the subscribership for ESPN+. Yeah. Plus. I myself don't have it. Yeah. And I probably won't really sign up for it because, I mean, my situation is a little different from yours because of where we live. So I usually, in previous years, I did the, the center ice package through, through the cable company. Mm-hmm. A couple Last year, I switched over and I went through the, the league itself through Apple TV and it's been like light years better. Yeah. The thing that I've actually taken advantage of real recently is that I get a lot of the Nesson content on that app. So I can watch episodes of behind the B and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Where I wasn't able to do that before. So I think that I'll, you know, from my perspective, if that doesn't change, I'll probably just stay with that. And yeah, because that gives me everything. I mean, and it costs me like 120 bucks for the year. I get every team, every league, every game, whatever. So I don't know what the ESPN Plus deal. I can't imagine the league would give up the money, part of the revenue they get. They're getting off of those subscriptions. Yeah. To to be a, a poster child for ESPN's streaming service, but. Well, that's what um, NBC is going that route because they're dump. They're getting rid of NBCSN. Yes. Yeah, I saw and they're that. strictly all, all the games are strictly going to be on Peacock. So mm-hmm. that's that's the NBC Universal whatever they want to call themselves this week. Uh, that's their streaming service. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, that that whole thing, quite frankly, gives me a headache because <laughs> I'm I'm trying to I'm debating between cutting the cord and getting all these streaming services versus you know it's a pain in the ass, but there's stuff on. I can't get there's stuff on cable that I don't use that I can't get rid of yeah. without getting rid of something I do use. Yeah. So it's I'm, I, every time I go, it's like a rabbit hole. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I, I get that. What happens is it's cyclical. I get the cable blow every month. I'm like, this is BS. I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. And I'm paying, already paying for the other streaming services and it's just like, yeah, it, it just hurts my head. Yeah, it does. Well, Lance, I want to thank you for joining me today on this podcast. I had a lot yeah, of fun. Man. This was a lot of fun today. I was like sitting there. I'm like, you know what? This one, you and I were going back and forth and texting. I'm like, you know what? Why are we doing it through texting? Why don't we just do it on, on, you know, on, on zoom, you know, I'll record it. We'll do it as a podcast and, you know, see if we can get people to listen. You got to bleep, you got to bleep out my cuss words. No, I'm going to leave those in there. It's natural. I I didn't drop too many of them. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. (laughs) What are they going to do to me? Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, thanks again, Lance. Thanks for joining me. My Um, pleasure. Yeah. Just want to remind everybody that this show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Uh, Lance, thanks again for joining me. You got it, man. Stay out of trouble. Uh, I'm trying. (laughs) Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yep. Thanks a lot, Lance, for joining me. See you, man. If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.